we are back. Rob is Rob is doing things with his fingers that I can only imagine are adult themed. So, what's adult. up, boys? What's up, dude? Howdy. What's up? It's nice. Man, I missed three you guys. I wish yeah. I was on the aeroplane last week when we finally had time to record. Yep, you wow. were you were leaving on a jet plane. I, think, I was coming uh, home on a jet plane. That <laughs> boy. Yeah. Did uh did you get drunk on a plane? What's that song? The country song? I, I think it's called Drunk on a Plane. I don't know. Yeah, that's I think there's is. like yeah. nine country songs that are called <laughs> Drunk on a Plane. Oh. oh which which right. one? I think it's Blake Shelton, isn't it? Going yeah. to hell. Hey, who cares? On a 747. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Snakes on a plane? Snakes on a plane. Yeah, snakes on a plane. It's the same as Jackson's song. These mother- oh. <laughs> awesome. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad to see Scotty and BJ are back. So yeah. welcome back. They are back. Welcome in the back. House. Welcome back. Uh, also, uh, while we're at this right now, um, we were talking about it. What do you from the listeners, what do you guys think about maybe doing every other week us four and then Every week, every other week of that, just two of us. What do you guys? Every think other other week. Every yeah, other every other, week. other other week. Yeah, we were talking about that. See what you listeners think about that. Mm-hmm. Do like six or a half dozen. Yeah, Rob yeah. will. Uh, Rob will make that a poll and put it on Instagram. Yeah, I'll download the audio so, on MP3. Yeah, that way, if you guys want, you know, every other week or every other other week, and hear yeah. them argue about who you gave an MVD. <laughs> That's exactly Eminem. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we got to cut what? down on the jokes. Why? I don't know. That wasn't a gay. That wasn't a gay joke. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, so we are the one of the lewd podcasts, I guess. I think so. so. We got to keep keep that rep. Exactly. I'm, I'm We're the original lewd podcast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. O L. <laughs> so, uh, are we going to do what are we doing, Stephen? You're kind of in charge uh, of this shit show. Let's do an ad read, and then we'll get um, we'll get right into some fishing reports. Fishing. We'll see who's yeah. fishing, and then we'll get into some topics. All right, nice. All right, the first half of this podcast brought to you by True Fly Supply. True Fly Supply is a monthly subscription service that caters to the serious fly anglers. The seasoned angler knows exactly what they need on the water to catch fish. That's why they put the power of choice directly in your hands. With the industry's only build-your-own supply drop, you can choose from an assortment of fly fishing essentials to build the ultimate box delivered directly to your door. On top of that, The supply drop comes with a detailed information card to help anglers fish the flies in ways that will increase your success and enjoyment on the water. If you're looking for a hassle-free way of getting the goods each month, the classic trout supply drop comes with 24 premium quality flies, leader, a monthly mystery item, decals, and Rob's favorite breath mints. Yay! Mint lifesavers. <laughs> Signing up is easy. Just head on over to Fly Subscriptions and don't forget to use the code STRIPSET for $5 off your first box. And uh, yeah, I did a True Fly Supply supply drop uh, live video on our, pod, on our uh, podcast Instagram and uh, <clears throat> went through all the flies and all the stuff and it was i don't even there was like 18 people watching it and then when i was done i hit uh, it it said do you want to save this to your story so people can see it for the next 24 hours and i hit yes and it just like it just like locked up and went ah we can't upload your video so (laughs) it didn't reach a whole lot of people (laughs) it was like psych well me and scotty have a hard time with instagram we're we're old that's because we're not a teenage girl that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like Steven. Steven is, yeah. uh, and he just flicks me off. Steven BJ are teenage <laughs> girls compared to Robin. Yes. yes that's exa- I still use my fax machine daily. I don't I'm know how to email. Man. I'm the old man yelling at the cloud. <laughs> yeah. which, was, 
Was that your rotary phone I just heard ringing? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it, it was. I think it was. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's still connected to the wall. I'm like, I got a super long cord on. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Internet goes. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. Can you hear my Can you hear my dial up modem? <laughs> 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 That's what are you awesome. doing, Rob? Oh, I'm just over here churning butter, you know. Churning butter, churning. yeah, by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the real question. Uh oh. Has anybody Ooh. been fishing? Mm, I have, as usual. <gasps> you like that? It's <gasps> now as, as usual. usual. As usual, right? I love it. Let's hear it, though. Yeah, so we've been, uh, as as everybody knows, we've been going to the falls every weekend. So uh, we actually went Sunday, Sunday morning early, a little cold. Fishing was on fire for about the first hour and a half, and then it just um, kind of tapered off. Hmm. But we were, we were up high, and, you know, we didn't really do any exploring because there was a bunch of people there after we got there, so. Were you stripping streamers? I was. What were you doing? I was, man. It was just nothing on the streamer bite. You know, mm-hmm. Tammy got, you know, probably five or, I'd say five or six in the first hour, hour and a half. Right. On a leech. On streamer? No, on a, a leech. On a leech and a two-bit hooker. Pie squirrel. Of all things. Hmm. Streamer yeah, was rough. Light, dark, double, single. Huh. Are you throwing a sink tip out there right now, Steven? I am. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot like, of leeches out there for sure. Uh, Were you throwing a patch for rubber legs? I uh, was not at the moment. <laughs> That's where you're fucking up. Right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many stoneflies out there. It's ridiculous. There don't um, have to hey, be stoneflies for trout to eat. Patch for rubber legs. So we're going. Oh, yeah. We're going again Friday because we're off for Good Friday. Oh, cool. That is so going to be a good we're Friday. We're going to go nice and early. We're going to get there. We're going to go down to uh, right there at the, what is it, right at the falls, right at the top of the pumpkin patch. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. go fish all those nice little holes for a half day. I got you. I you know got what they're, you. You know what, what we're doing at the uh, the next stocking day? Ooh. Are you going Saturday? Stocking the, we were stocking the beaver ponds. Ooh. Oh snap! Mm. That's uh, that's Saturday. Yes, sir. Mm. Hey, Stephen and Scott, when you guys are out there, are you guys throwing double streamers? Are you throwing like a sex dungeon in the front and then something smaller in the back? Um, not specifically a sex dungeon, no. But I'm throwing like a double gunga, and okay, uh, just yeah. something dropped off the bass. All right, yeah. So when uh, so when you get to the falls, it's that first pocket that's uh up there by the falls. Dude, it, they're they're usually not right now, but in another couple of weeks, they're going to be a ton of caddis. Not a ton, but there's going to be a lot of caddis coming off on there. Uh, believe it or not. So, so that's when caddis. you want to throw the double streamer rig. No, yeah, <laughs> no, wanna, great segue. Well, no, and a no. Well, uh, I was thinking uh, if you were fishing up top, definitely on that creek section that's running from the bridge down to that uh, first pond. That creek yes. section is money for streamers, man. That thing is on See, fire. I, I thought it was. T- I thought it was too. And I went and fished that, you know, right at the bridge and kind of threw it along the brush on that left side. Right. And just mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. Well, so if you get right up to the bridge, you can see it. There's a concrete pad that's poured right underneath that bridge, and it drops off. Yep. Let that thing dead drift, and then drop off that concrete pad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tried that too. Mm. <laughs> well, it was. It was. Just, like it was a tough day. Like it. it really was. Yeah. Hmm. It had snowed, well, the night, the, it had uh, snowed the night before and, you know, one of those oh, deals. Oh, dang. You know where mm. the roads washed out there? Yeah. Last time last time I was up there, just as we're standing there, the the land, the land the dirt on either side of the culverts that washed out caved in and completely filled that hole right below the culverts with mud. It was just uh. dark dark brown and there were two dudes that were fishing it <laughs> all of a sudden it's just <laughs> it's just a mud pit and they're like oh man this sucks so i was up there i'm like oh, i'll just hang out for a little bit and so they left and then it cleared up and then it was on fire <laughs> i had i had 22 drifts in a row with a fish on on each Jeez. drift <laughs> before i had Jeez. a drift that i didn't get one crazy hell yeah that's awesome well you guys fun, are cramming on a place. friday dude Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna head up there Saturday probably for the uh, 
for the next stocking day. Stocking day. Should be fun. Hell yeah. Good. I and fished. I saw, did you? What do you got, Scotty? Carp. Oh. Mm-hmm. Carpe. By all yep. means. Elaborate. Oh, dude, I had one on that was, uh, I never got to see it. It was bulldogging me for a little while, and then it found something that was bigger than it and went on the other side of it, and that's the last. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't feel the fish anymore. So I had to <clears throat> break my shit off, start over. But, yeah, the carp are getting super active. They're uh, too the first two that I hooked up with came out of the water. Ooh. Like jumped, jumped yeah. out of the water. Yeah. Like came out of the water while I was fighting them a couple times. And then, uh, the other ones just kind of bulldogged back and forth, but yeah, they're, they're definitely active. And pre-spawn baby. <clears throat> you saw that. You saw that catfish. I held out of there. Huh? Hell yeah. That was awesome, dude. Good awesome. Lord. Was filthy. Filthy. Thing was like 20 pounds. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, San Juan worm, dude. They eat them. Yeah, it was the bead, the the bead one that has the metal bead in the middle with red on top and brown on the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah, like a Medusa kind of thing. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I just described I it. I just described it to you because I don't know the name, Rob. Oh, oh <laughs> it's just a two tone worm. Yeah, oh, gotcha. that's it's what I know. It's, it's a two tone bead uh san juan worm oh 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 okay. steve's well, going uh, to the fly book, book. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the reference tool but yeah they're uh they're all up and down in that shit for the urban south platte fisher there's pretty much you can pretty much go anywhere and find them dude that's from, what i'm talking from about Chat, from chatfield to nebraska <laughs> they just hit right there uh right there below chatfield dam man there those those walleye should be in there right now actually yeah i'm gonna go eat some around. of those that's are they spawning stuff. can we go fish for them are they spawning well i don't know if they're spawning but uh that's this that's is when i like to the fish for not up above the lake but below where oh. the dam is at yeah but the suckers no, i don't want to fish for them if they're not spawning Oh, the sucker should be spawning up there. Two-tone San Juan worm is what uh, nailed Steven it. Well, it's a bead, like. beaded one, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So who knows then? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I know catfish eat it and carp eat it. That's what I know. Yeah. That's all I'm you need tie, to know. I want to tie some of those with uh, soft hackle. <laughs> then you call it guide's choice. Yeah, <laughs> hey, dude, I'm serious, out. man. You put the put wrap a soft a hackle around that right by the bead. Money. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Rob? You think I'm joking? Uh, yeah, dude. It's uh, it just reminded me of something else. Uh, I can't oh, say it on in, here right inside now. Inside joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Nebraska, is there no left like left lane law in Nebraska? No, because I swear every time I come up on somebody and they're just in the fucking left lane going <laughs> ten miles an hour under the speed limit, not letting anybody fucking buy. It's a Nebraska plate. Yeah, it's uh because they're usually in a you know a a, a sharecropper truck or something, dude. That they <laughs> it only goes sixty. About. Yeah, that's just, it. <laughs> it's governed at sixty. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, well, BJ, did you fish? Yep. Yeah, so He's I haven't been quiet. on it. Short and sweet. He's like, yep, that's all you get. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, usually usually when I say yep and nobody says anything, that means my mic went dead again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't been on here. I went to, um, I guess, two weeks ago, the Fly Tires reunion up at Seven Springs. I didn't talk about that That looked all. like fun. That was cool, so. Uh, Tim Flagler was there. Um, Tim Camisa was there. There was probably, I don't know, a dozen and a half tires there. Um, Joe Messinger, which if you ever want to see somebody tie something, it's amazing. Look at Joe Messinger. He tie, he's a guy from West Virginia. He ties just like his dad did with sewing thread and he uses what? both hands. It's all by hand, uses both hands and his teeth to tie these, uh, deer hair frogs that are just, 
it's crazy, dude. I sat, I sat in front of him for 40 minutes and he walked me through step by step. It was cool as shit. Um, so yeah, we hit is, that up. Why? <laughs> Did you hear me say West Virginia? Oh, oh, gotcha. <gasps> you mean you. my God, West Virginia? Yes. You watch correct. your mouth. <laughs> I love West Virginia. Um, I bet you do. Nah, it's just you know it's the way his dad his his dad tied the irresistible um, dry fly, which I don't know if you know that one it has a deer hair body. He tied one of those in front of me. It's just it's cool to see something that how it was done a hundred years ago, you know? Um, so then I've fished a couple of times here and there. I caught a pretty good, I don't know, 20 inch rainbow <laughs> on a little, uh, WD 40, two weeks, I guess oh, a week and a nice. half ago. I lost a big old fish, uh, Sunday afternoon. And then I caught a little, whatever, 14, 15 inch rainbow that spit up a little minnow out of its mouth. And I wish I could have got a picture of it. It was regurgitating a minnow as I was pulling it into the net. So, oh, he's hungry right now. Yeah, he was a hungry little bow. But I don't know. I'm kind of honestly, uh, trout for me is kind of getting boring. So, uh, Sunday, Uh-oh. I went out for like three hours in the rain and threw streamers for smallmouth. Got one bump, and that was it. And then switched over and put the euro euro nymphing rod. I believe is the uh, trendy term for it. Um, and uh, put a couple of fish in the basket and called it a day. So I don't know. I'm ready for smallmouth. I'm ready for smallmouth time. Too. So he too put the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I like chicken in a biscuit. Chicken in a basket. What is that? Oh, all I've been tying eggs in a basket. Chicken in a biscuit. Chicken in a biscuit and eggs in a basket are two totally different foods. Chicken oh, what's a cracker? Is hands down the best cracker in the world. <laughs> I like it with pimento cheese on it. Ew. So, yeah. I'm a it's a southern thing, right? It's a southern thing. Normally when somebody says it's a southern thing, it's like, Bleh. unless you're talking about fried chicken. Yeah. Sleeve, a sleeve of club crackers with a... Uh, can of cheese whiz and just go to town. Ooh. <laughs> yes. I'll and take that too. That'll be your caloric intake for the day, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all the calories and none of the nutrition. Nah. That's true. But that's okay. That's just, it tastes that damn just means good. your yeah. body won't your body won't process it and you just push it right through. You're Ooh. good. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. You won't absorb any of those calories. They'll go straight through you. <laughs> right into your veins and in your heart to clog it up. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Or oh, possibly man. into your waders. <laughs> yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes, that's all right. Goodness, goodness, yeah. goodness. Well, I got out, but I didn't fish. I got a new boat, so I've been trying to learn all the crap on it today. So the hummingbird is kicking my ass, Scott. I need you to come out. You have to work it, dude. <laughs> oh man, that's good shit. The Just do it. Here, here's the trick. Ass. I'll give you. I'll give you the trick on exactly how you need to set that thing up. So you go into the the main menu, and it has like a setup menu, configuration menu, yep. and you scroll through that until you see one that says demo mode. Yeah. Select yes for demo mode. And then you will see fish like constantly. <laughs> you you won't miss a single fish. And so, yeah, it, it works fantastic. Just Dude. leave it in demo mode, and uh, that's the way to go. The dead You'll thing is all kicking the fish. my ass. It is kicking my ass, man. <laughs> well, you know you how good I am with, Yeah, you know how good I am with electronics. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's really so. Tomorrow, I'm going to spend another day. Dinking off with that thing, try. I got to recalibrate it. And Get so, your kids out there. I know, no shit, right? So, so do you just yeah. have the one, the one fish one. finder on there? It's the iPilot that's got the side sonar. So, I I have to spin it in a circle twice for it to for the GPS to connect to it. So, <clears throat> right. It's. It's but you like, just have one transponder, right? You don't have yeah. like, or a transducer. You don't have a transducer on the hull and then one on the trolling nope. motor? Just one okay. right there on the center console. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, I mean, I'll figure it out. It just takes a little bit of time. So, so what or I you won't. To, 
Either yeah, way. Or, or, no, I have to get it figured out. That's a, <laughs> I cannot row this boat, so I've got to get it worked out. Yeah. So, so. Well, you so know, you can did. drive the boat without the sonar, right? Well, I know, but in moving water, it'd be nice to have the trolling motor <laughs> instead of going row, row, row your boat down the snake, whatever. Well, I, I said the hummingbird wasn't working. The trolling motor's not working no. either. Well, no, it's working. It's just I've got to. It's it's paired up, but I've got to oh. figure out how to sync them up and get them working. So you got to sync it up so the trolling yeah. motor will track the GPS mm-hmm. track and all that. Oh man! Yeah, and it's on remote control. I know, dude. It's it's some fun times, dude. So actually, yeah. you know what? It's actually pretty nice. It's 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 really cool because it gives me something else to learn. You know what I'm saying? So uh, mm-hmm. this is new territory for me. So, well, in order for that GPS to work, you got to be in uh, cell range and have a yep. Wi-Fi signal. So don't forget that. Yep. And that's where what happened today, too, because I was like, I'm going to mess with this thing. And then it starts tracking it because you've got a with initial setup is setting it up in a 360 twice. And it goes through like one and a quarter. And then it's like shuts off. And I'm like, mother, ah! I'm out of coverage. So, yeah. But oh, well. So they one should hire two one gigawatts. That's what you need. Yeah, you should hire the Geek Squad. <laughs> there you go. Hey, show up at the you. boat ramp. <laughs> call the Hummingbird Support Desk and have them send somebody out. <laughs> I would love that, dude. So, but so yeah, just just go when it doesn't work. Just run home, reset your router, and then head back down there, and <laughs> you should be you know Control Alt Delete. So, you know what sucks? Uh, I didn't tell you guys this, but today uh, I pulled up to the boat ramp and uh, there's a guy there and he's like, hey, how is it going? Um, it's five dollars to, to launch your boat. And I looked at him and I was like, I got a state parks pass. And he's like, yeah, but it's an additional five dollars on top of that. And I was like, are you kidding? And I Did said, you have okay, a uniform what? on? Oh, yeah. Had a full on uniform. And I because if not, I would have been like, man, screw you. But uh, I was like, okay. I was like, what? I handed my debit card. And he's like, no, we don't take debit. We only take cash. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> In my pocket. Dude. So I have to leave the boat ramp, drive 20 minutes to the nearest place, the gas station, to go to the ATM, get $20 out, $20 only, come back. And uh, I was like, Anyone hey. Anyone gave dude. you change, huh? <laughs> no, I made sure I had that. five bucks. <laughs> I made sure I had five bucks. <laughs> So I said, hey, man, I'm going to be coming here quite a bit. Do you guys do an annual pass? And he's like, yeah, we sure do. It's $40. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, can I use my debit card for that? And he's like, nope, only cash. And I was like, man, <laughs> you know what, dude? Just <laughs> fuck it, man. I don't know, man. So here's oh. five bucks. I'm just going to bar- just launch it today. So, yeah, dude, I was like, this sucks, man. I can't win for losing. So, Dude, that reminds me of last time I was down in uh, New Mexico fishing the San Juan. We were at Texas Hole. We parked there. All the trucks are there. I went over and and you know you it's a it's five dollars per day for the access fee for the ramps for the parking lots, right? And it, it was ten dollars for the overnight because I stayed up at the state park campground and slept in my truck, which is supposed to include the next day day pass. Well. <clears throat> I was, I didn't realize that. So I get there and I'm like, okay, it's like Thursday. I'm going to be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So that's four days, five bucks a day. That's 20 bucks. So I put a $20 bill in the envelope and I wrote the dates on there and I put it in the little metal slot. And then a little while later, the two people come to collect all the stuff and they get the envelopes and they stick them in their little bag and they come over and start talking to us. And I'm like, okay, hey, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I did that right. I had the one envelope for my overnight thing, and I had the other envelope for my day pass and whatever. And so it was like 30 bucks, right? And she goes, uh, but I had just put the 20 bucks in that one because I paid the in at the state park. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, if you're going to be coming back down here, you can buy an annual pass. It's 40 bucks. And I'm like, oh, well, sure, I'll do that. So I said, in that little bag you're holding is an envelope with my license plate number on it with 20 bucks in it. Can I give you another 20 bucks and just get the pass? And she's like, oh, I can't do that. You're going to have to pay another 40 bucks. And I'm like, 
are you fucking kidding me? So then I'm like, I would have bought the damn annual pass, but now I'm like, I ain't buying shit from you. I was pissed. So I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. <laughs> Fuck it. I was pissed. She wouldn't take that 20 bucks out and give me credit for that. When I put it in like five minutes before she pulled it out and it was the same damn morning. Like, fuck her. Dude. That's bullshit. The envelope's still wet. Let me just. I know. I'm like, yeah, you can DNA test it. That's my saliva. It's still wet. In in her defense, you were, you were probably uh, trying to take her dinner money away. (laughs) She was going to Popeye's chicken. Could have been. I know. I should have offered to buy her dinner. (laughs) There you go. Then you would have had to put out. And is that, that really was dumb, it? though. So New Mexico Parks Department, whatever you call yourselves, screw that stupid policy. You need to fix that shit. <laughs> you need to empower uh, your people to do the right thing. It's the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish. Yeah, that. Ooh, and I'm the fucking consumer. NMDGF, please. Hashtag that, dude. Yeah. yeah God totally. damn it. <laughs> DJ, yeah. do you have all that stuff out there back east? Or I'm going to write them a page? negative review on Yelp. <laughs> That'll no. teach him. No, I mean the only thing, the only thing I know my way is uh, one of our our local tailwater. If you're gonna launch and float through the state park, you have to have a a pass that you can buy for the season, kind of thing to take your boat out. But that's about it. Huh. Wow. Well. Well. You know, I am a, I'm a hundred percent supportive of you know paying your fees, supporting the cause. You know, I'm not trying to get, I, I never try to get out of anything. If that's the honor system, I always pay. It's like, whatever, Me but too. end the freaking goofiness. I mean, just stupid, silly shit like that. Just make it stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Scott. I mean, it's just ridiculous, dude. And so, but I mean, I don't understand. They need to get in the game of actually having a, a credit card or debit card swiper. Yes. You know? Swipe I mean, it anchor. Yeah. No I, I would have bought a pass today. I would have been like, okay, man, you know what's 40 bucks? Give me the $40 one. Swipe it. Let's go. You know? And so, so instead, I had to turn around, drive all the way back to the gas station up by you the interstate. Probably, you probably could have just gone on your phone and ordered it right there. Yeah. Yeah, I probably could have. And used your credit no. card. No, uh, well, maybe I don't know. It was just for the boat <laughs> ramp. I have the state parks pass, and I'm like, dude, if I'm in the That's state park, that's ridiculous. I know, and yeah. it's five dollars more to launch a boat. Come on, man. But it, who cares? I mean, it's just like you got my five bucks today. I'm going to give you five bucks again tomorrow. And well, no, tomorrow I'm going to give you forty dollars. So you got my. <laughs> there my you go. Bucks. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah. So, anywho. Okay. Oh well. We have dicked off long enough, dude. Yes, we have. We should probably pick up. What are you talking about? We're not dicking off. We're podcasting. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So This is content. (laughs) It's me and Scott just bitching. That's all we do is we're just bitching about shit. We're the old men. "Ah, We don't have any regulations. Yeah, this uh, this podcast is old man yelling at cloud. (laughs) This is just me and Scott pissed off at everything, dude. You're like my Fuck Instagram and another thing. <laughs> you damn kids! Damn it! We uh, gotta pay five dollars for the boat ramp. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Steve <laughs> and uh, DJ are gonna be like, "Hey, I think we should cut Rob and Scott <laughs> off." <laughs> no, they're just like, "Oh my gosh, these guys are such a Karen meme." <laughs> <laughs> we're just i'm just thinking we can get that aarp cred going soon with you yeah so. yeah yeah hell yeah hell yeah i'll be the first one there that's okay buddy we'll all right man we'll have to drop some uh hashtag silver fox and a lot of stuff man <laughs> yeah hell yeah 45 is the new 40 <laughs> shit the new 50 is the new 40 i thought that's what i'm working with baby <laughs> Okay, dude, so, Lindall, yeah. Lindall at his birth, you know, he turned fifty, and he's like, and I go, don't worry, man, fifties, fifties, the new forty-eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, screw you, Scott Long. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn it, I hate you. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of all right, all right, all right. Speak, speak the topic, boys. To move on. 
BJ and Scott. Since you weren't here what? last week, you guys get to pick the topics. Yeah. Oh, are we in trouble now? Yes, yeah, Scott. Uh, Steven's pissed. Look trouble? at his hair. No. Don't. But I am on a you, schedule tonight, so. Yeah. Okay. So don't right. don't get your dogs barking, Scott. Let's go. Uh, something I'm I'm ready for now. So using sinking lines for streamers. Mm. What do you do? Floating only, etc. Right. So, et cetera. So I, uh, I would say seventy-five percent of the time I'm floating line with a long leader um, on the stuff I'm fishing. I don't have much stuff deeper than five. Um, you know, I have a full sink. I think I have a two hundred and fifty grain on my eight weight that I'll take out on the big stuff, but. Um, Beyond that, that's what I'm rocking. I think I got to get a sink tip, though. I got to get like an intermediate. I got some spots where I want to get down quick and get that streamer right. moving. So that's what Do I you need. ever add more weight to your streamer rigs? Uh, on there? Situationally, yes. So when I'm running a floating line and, and I know there's a steep drop off, I just want to get it to drop a little bit quicker. I will add some split shot. Um, but I don't use any thing usually beyond that so if you're using a floating line you ever use any of the sinking leaders no that's something i'm i don't know if i want to get a sinking leader or just an intermediate line I'm kind of weighing that stuff out right now actually hmm. so yeah so uh with the the sink tip compared to the sinking leader um uh, sinking leader makes it easy i think to change out real quick instead of like you know, if you've got a re-spool, I mean, not re-spool, but take your spool off and put a, a sink tip on or your full sink or whatever you're working with on your sink tip or changing mm-hmm. out the the whole reel. The sink leader is, for me, it's a hard thing to cast, and uh, but it works. It's pretty effective, uh, especially at different sizes. And if you're throwing a switch rod, it's more like a mo tip. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do any of that stuff out Shooting there. Shooting tip? Well, it's called a mo tip. Yeah, it's a sinking tip that's on the end of your spay. That's what it is called, a mo tip, and it comes in different sizes. The higher the number, Mm -hmm. the lighter it is. So, uh, but the mo tip uh, works pretty good. And BJ, you should, if you've got some areas that where you've got some bigger water and you're looking to get down, you should look at going to a switch rod. It's uh, it's more easy to swing those flies especially with those mo tips if you're looking for because you can switch them out you can switch mm-hmm. out the mo tips and um but i don't know see what you think i can definitely- yeah I only, I only got one river that i would call big out here so oh really mm. yeah, yeah outside of well unless i'm fishing you know one of the three rivers for walleye or or pup muskie and all that kind of shit gotcha but, the, I'm, just run, me, I'm running full sync on them anyway so that that weighted leader is is hard to turn over i mean it's hard to turn over uh where if you've got a sink tip for me if you got a, a good sink tip like a 250 grain a 350 that's easier to turn over and it's like the first 25 foot let that thing drop for a few and then you can start stripping it in you know that's that's yeah. what i do but uh, a, a full sink I should have wear you out, man. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're doing a 500 grain full sink on a lake uh, at like Pyramid is where I fished it at a lot is, man, it, after about two and a half hours, you're just like, motherfucker, man, I'm double hauling this shit. Trying to get as far as I can. You're letting it drop for 45 seconds and then it's a, a quick strip in and you're like, dude, this, this thing is beating me down, you know, and once it hits you, you're really feeling it. So but I didn't know if you had some rivers big enough to throw a switch rod. So mm. with the boat, you yeah, know, shit, man, yeah. just throwing the eight weight for three hours gave me a workout that I hadn't had. In a while, so. <laughs> when I need yeah. to switch, when I need to get the tip down fast and shit, I just switch over to my Cortland floating line. Cause that, you know, the, 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 the like 10 <laughs> feet at the end of it sinks down to about nine, 10 feet within about 45 seconds. So, <laughs> That's freaking funny, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, that's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, <laughs> that's funny, Scott. That's pretty damn funny, dude. <laughs> so, but, you know, I see guys who uh, 
who put split shot right on the eye of their like right on the where they tie the fly onto the eye of the hook and i mean it's effective i mean you know i like throwing it's pistol beats like in, that in breaking your knot yeah exactly yeah. but i see that and so but anyway i don't know steven what do you think you're streamer guy um it's it's really just kind of situational but i'll you know i'll throw the i think i've got three or four of the rio sync leaders in you know different uh different sync rates that i'll throw at the five weight or i'll i'll even throw those on the end of my my other sync tip just to throw a little additional oh no shit a little, a little additional hmm. stank on it hmm hmm yeah i do know with that sink sinking leader you don't need very much tippet on there i mean a mm-hmm. good you know two foot and that's all you need you yeah. know so and, the, and and that's the thing man if you're going to use those leaders be sure and you know tie you on a chunk of one x on the end of it that way you're not eating into that leader because you start eating in that leader and yeah you're just wasting it yep that's and you know and with those leaders i'll tie a perfection loop uh you know i'll throw a like a a 20 pound maxima well not max i'm sorry not 20 pound but like a 10 pound maxima tire perfection loop in it that way it's gonna do the handshake knot and then tie my loop knot onto the streamer from that um yeah. because if you the just try to tie is that when you put the loop through the other loop yep mm-hmm. nice yeah. and so but yeah if you just tie that perfection loop in that maxima that 10 or 12 pound you should be golden after that money so it's money yeah yeah but yeah the worst time i ever had is uh the second time I went to Belize, the guide had us throwing a 500 grain sinking line, full sink on a 12 weight. And let me tell you, dude, you want to talk about beating that ass, dude. It beat me down. We were we were dredging this deep channel for tarpon. And I was just like, after like the fifth cast, I'm like, all right, Doug, it's your turn to cast. Hand him the rod. <laughs> he casts about five or six times. He's like, all right, you're back up, Rob. And I mean, it will just wear your ass down. Good Lord. So, yeah. Mm. But we didn't connect with anything. So I'm glad that I didn't want to fight a 140, 50 yeah. pound tarpon. Mm. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah Scotty, what do you think? You throw any sink tips? Mm. Mm. No, I mean, the only – I do like a, a full sink or a sink tip, heavy green sink tip when I'm like belly boat fishing or something like that, just depending on the lake. But if it's uh, – if I'm going to be bottom bouncing stuff like crawfish patterns or things that I'm – leeches and shit that I'm working on the bottom, I'll use the sink tip so that it, it steepens up the angle from your floating line down to your bug so that it doesn't get hung up as easy. Then if it starts to load up or get hung up, you can kind of pop it or strip set a little bit and it'll pop it up off the bottom instead of pulling it kind of parallel to the bottom. But if, uh, if the lake bottoms mostly just kind of weedy and, and not a lot of, of wood and rock and stuff like that, then I'll use a full sink and just let that shit sink right down there and drag stuff on the bottom and strip it. But I like to have a fast sink line because I, I like to cover water pretty quickly. So I I don't like sitting there counting down like, okay, it's uh, six inches. Uh, so I like, I mean, you can always start stripping sooner and doing whatever you want, but you can't make it sink any faster. So I like to uh, use a, you know, real dense sinking line. But that's, you know, I, I've never used any sort of sinking line or sink tip or any anything like that river fishing. Oh, really? I just, I just throw some more weight on there. Or I'll do, if, I, if I'm if i fishing faster water that's deeper, that I'm going to be fishing, um, you know, deeper runs most of the day and I want to get the bugs down quick, I just, I'll fish a 90 degree rig where you tie a perfection loop onto a thingamabobber at the end of your leader or your your first chunk of leader and i'll just do like you said like a maybe a three foot section of of 10 pound cigar fluorocarbon or or a mono or something like that whatever's just kind of i mean you can use whatever I'll, I'll i'll keep like old leaders as the tapered leaders start to get chewed up you just cut the thick sections and save those and so you just use that and uh, tie a perfection loop into the thingamabobber, tie another perfection loop with like four feet of, of whatever pound test, uh, maybe like a six pound cigar 
uh, fluorocarbon or a four pound, whatever. Um, and maybe even, a, even maybe like a six foot liter just depends on, on the water. The downside to that is you can't really adjust the length of it, but the upside is as soon as that shit hits the water, your bugs are at the bottom. They just drop straight down and they're straight down below your indicator. Uh, so you don't have that. I mean, when you think about a tapered leader that's looped through your indicator and then it comes off parallel to the water and then it starts to sink and you've got this big bow in it as it works its way down to the water versus a straight shot of line that's just going to drop. So Dude, that's, that's what I that, use. That's super effective. And BJ, I'm surprised you guys don't use that technique that Scott's talking about right there, uh, uh, Euro nymphing, because it is it drops it down right now. Because they don't I use mean, indicators, Euro nymphing. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Indi- indicators are no longer cool, Rob. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, indicators are for old guys that can't see indicator <laughs> tippet. Damn you! Damn you! Uh, but you know what? It's that a bomber, up- God damn it! It's a bomber. But that reminds me, Scott. So if you're throwing a floating line and you're swinging uh, flies, uh, when you give that cast downstream at that 45-degree angle across, as soon as those flies hit, I cannot stress this enough, big mend upstream. Every single time, big men to upstream, what's going to happen is going to actually let that fly kind of sink down. And when it sinks down, when it starts to swing up with that floating line, it's going to bring it up at the end of your line. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to, it's going to big mend up, fly's going to sink. You're giving that J, J mend, J mend. And as it starts to get tighter, the fly's actually going to swing up into the top water column before it passes you on your left or right. Uh, so if if you're using a floating line, just give me the big mend up in the front. As soon as the flies hit the water, big mend up. That's for streamers, not for and uh, for bugs. Scott, sorry. Yeah, when I'm fishing, the, when I'm fishing the streamers like that, where you're kind of swinging them, uh, mm-hmm. or fish, fishing them across the river downstream, I'll I'll do exactly like you said, but I'll make that first cast, and I always have a bunch of extra lines stripped off my reel. And as soon as it hits, I do like a roll cast, kind of a snap mend. Yeah, that's that's not it. only upstream, but it's but it's out over. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it's out across the river, so that you're basically it's like a big stack mend. And yep. the other thing I'll do is is you know you land those bugs, and then you throw that mend, and it picks up your entire leader and puts the line straight up river from your bugs from your streamers. That's super effective, uh, especially if you're throwing a switch or a spay rod. Those those ways that you're just talking about, Scott. I mean, as soon as the bugs hit, exactly right. Pop that little uh, roll cast straight across, and dude, it makes it so much easier, and it makes the the flies when they're swinging look way more realistic than just sliding across the top of the water dragging them across at an angle yeah well the other thing too if you if you want to get your bugs down you cast it across and downstream like upstream quite a ways of where you actually want them to get down to and then you stack you can throw like two or three of those men's get your line ahead of it and then they're going to be down where you want them to when they start to swing yeah that's true See, see, this is some knowledge but, right here, dude. This is this is real shit coming down. And even pipe. without, even without a switch rod, just having like, I mean, my little six weight. I've got a nine foot six weight uh, TFO BVK, but it's got a little tiny like white guy uh, fighting butt. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's got this little tiny fighting butt and you can you can use that to help with those kind of snap mens, those roll cast kind of stack mens. Uh, it it makes a big difference on your uh, on how your arms feel after a few hours of doing that. Dude, I need to get you There we go. with I need you to, to Next time I see you, Scott, I'm bringing my six-weight switch, dude. You are going to fall in love with that switch rod. It's so much That's fun. probably going to be my next purchase. Dude, it's... Rod-wise. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. 
Because there's a lot of stuff you could do with that around here. I mean, people think about oh, swim yeah. They just think big water, yep. spay casting, blah, blah, blah. But oh mm-hmm. my gosh, dude, high sticking with that some bitch too. Dude, what is it? Is it like a 11, 12 and a half, and a half foot? 12, oh, 12 and a half. Foot. Foot. Oh, son. Dude, it's money. Yeah, Magnum. look at BJ. BJ's like, we don't, we don't do none of that shit around here, dude. Magnum. Magnum. It's like the condoms. <laughs> Good pick, BJ. Okay, Steve's down with that. That, that got so. him talking for 20 minutes. Good pick. Okay, yeah, sir. <laughs> Rob started this podcast with BJ and Scott. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you. yeah. Okay. Shh, shh. Rob, shut up. We got uh, okay. 8.30, and then we got time for about a 10-minute topic. Nice. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. I got a real so, quick uh, in- Instagram listener question I'll answer. Ooh. So, uh, New Jersey Catch Release asked how do i since it was addressed to me find new water to fish how do i determine if land is private or open um so here a lot of what i fish um for if i'm looking for any wild trout i'm usually in state parks state forest land um we actually have a pretty hefty list of class a waters that you can access online and and 95 percent of my work's done on google maps at my computer looking at the map pinning stuff and then when you link your your phone to your computer on google maps all those pins will show up right on your smartphone you just i mean i'll find where i'm gonna park where i'm gonna walk in where i'm gonna fish and it's all laid out before i even leave the house and then I also look for people to post on Instagram and leave the geotags, and I steal them bitches. Speaking so of Instagram, <laughs> is, are any of you guys following the FFBI? No. Is no. that the Facebook FBI? It's uh, I think it's like Fishing FBI. Oh. You need, no. uh, you need to look for it on Instagram. I think it's called FFBI or something like that. It's hilarious. Dude, I love sucker fish. Do you guys follow that guy? No. Who? Suckerfish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Suckerfish. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so BJ, we we don't have to worry about any of that. Uh, We actually have boats out here, and we can uh, stay below the flood flood line, and we can fish wherever the hell we want. Yes. Okay. Mm. You guys keep going. I got to run upstairs. Uh So, Idaho, Idaho water access is the high water mark? You got it, sir. Mm-hmm. That's the way. That's federal law. That's where the way it should be everywhere. Utah that's and Colorado and shit are and Wyoming are retarded. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I yeah. know, BJ. What do you guys got out there? Is it the high water mark for you guys or no? It's it's goofy. So here, I actually don't recall what. What I can tell you is, if you own the land on both sides of a stream, you can close that thing off and make no it private. Kidding. Mm-hmm. They own the water then. Yes, correct. If it's so, navigable? It's no. No, so that's anything the that is here. Yeah. 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 That's a hot. Cuz Colorado, they own the bottom, they just don't own the water that's running through it. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys have it easy out west. I mean, you just find a dam and fish below it. And that's <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you don't have to look at maps or anything, you know, you say, "Oh, there's the dam, I'm going to fish below it." I'm good. <laughs> It's called the tailwater. <laughs> I agree. But you know what, BJ? I remember fishing back in Tennessee and North Carolina and all that, man. Uh, you're right. I mean, not only do you, we didn't have Google's Maps back when I first started fly fishing. So it was like, you know, hey, we're going to go over here. There's a dirt road by the place. But it wasn't just that. It was like when we're out fishing, man, we need to just be aware of our surroundings, not for bears, not for snakes, not for possums. Bingo. Yeah. So we might run up on a moonshine still or something like that. And you know, you just, you just keep on trucking, dude, you know? So, but you got a real pretty mouth, boy. Well, you got a pretty mouth, boy. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it wasn't ever that bad. Only one time was I ever really scared, but you know, but it is what it is. So, but yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, if it's going down today, it's time to do it. So yeah, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I will have to say, I look at some of the posts that you guys put up, BJ, 
you guys have streamed some of your little creek stuff runs forever, dude. I mean, it oh, just yeah. goes and goes and goes, man, up in Pennsylvania. I know, and here we call that a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so beautiful, though, those pictures it you is, post. Man. It's like, man, that's some tight-ass fish, and you don't have a back cast. You don't hardly have a forward cast. It's just like pick that stuff up with a slingshot and th- slam it in, it in there. <laughs> yep. A lot of bow and arrow casts, a lot of, yeah, pick that's and click. Crazy. And- if you ever come out west, BJ, you're going to be like, oh, my word. Because I remember coming from Tennessee to Colorado and going, holy crap, dude, I can cast as far as I want whenever I want, you know. And so <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty fun. But the, the difference is, is when moving from back east to where, we, where I was at in Colorado, I was not schooled in midge fishing. I was barely mm-hmm. schooled in nymph fishing. Because back east, you can throw a damn parachute atoms a size 8 or 10 and catch any fish that you wanted to, you know. That was it. Or a streamer. And uh, learning to get a good drift back in 2000 was a game changer for me. So now when I go back to Tennessee, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, when I fish with Spangler, it's it's a game changer, man. You know, for me at least anyway. But. I don't know. And Scott, you would rape shit out there, dude, if you're nymphing, dude. It was it's, allegedly. No, allegedly. dude. I have fished with you enough, <laughs> yeah, to know that shit yeah, would get If there's rape. reds, I will rape them. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't think I've ever really seen any reds back east. And so, yeah. Oh, they're there. <laughs> mind the reds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no, mind the red. What you you can find them pretty easy out here in the fall. You just watch for the two guys that look lost to get out of the truck, walk down the bank, and straight across the clean gravel because they don't know any different. Yeah, <laughs> well, they you can, can see, see that two out here. giant too. fish from their truck. They're like, "Oh my god, this is the spot!" <laughs> <laughs> and what sucks though is that they keep them out there to eat them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Man, come mm-hmm. on, man!" And they're using a MEP spinner right across their back, so that's even mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I heard. A that's guy, what I they mean by a good drift is <laughs> yeah. you cast upstream and you start reeling your spinner in so at the same speed of the drift, so that when your treble hook gets to the trout, you're right at the right spot to snag it in the ass. That's a good drift. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's right. I was uh, <laughs> was the last month I was up on a it's a delayed harvest artificial only stream but there was uh they stocked brook trout and brown trout in it and uh there was this little brook trout with a freaking white rooster tail stuck in his back dude. Oh, uh, I dude. stood there I stood there for half an hour trying to catch him just to get that thing out of him and Dude that's he, bullshit. He, Everybody knows rainbow, not white, yeah, rainbow. Right. Or hot orange. Dude, I got to tell you, man. Yes, fire tiger. BJ, you need to go to Colorado one time and go fish the frying pan and fish the toilet bowl. No, you And catch fish in there. You would shit to see how many flies are in those fish, man. It's ridiculous, dude. I've literally caught fish at the toilet bowl with like four or five flies hanging off of it, dude. It's, It's retarded, man. It's, it's, it's totally crazy. ridiculous, man. Yes. Yeah. That is the last yeah. place on earth I want to fish. Let me yeah. tell you, though, you just go right down to the flat, 250 yards away, and the fish will eat your fly. They, you mm-hmm. don't have to snag them, dude. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, you, you would be like, this is the toilet bowl. This is exactly what I thought it was a shit. Oh, yeah. And the rest yeah. of that river is freaking gorgeous gorgeous man. and the water is amazing and the fish are beautiful and they're aggressive mm-hmm. and they're hungry why why would you go up there i don't get it yeah not right. my thing i've done it i've done it my fair share but you just go yeah, down I've on the flats it. yeah it's it's just crazy bj you would be like this is not fishing this is just this is shitty you know, so, <laughs> yeah, but, when you put twelve split shot on there, so funny. Are you using water gremlin split shot? Absolutely. Uh, uh, oh yeah, hell yeah, dude! You need the heaviest the shit one, you can find. The ones yeah. with the little you swivel gotta, on the top, and you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to get the ones that are lead coated lead. <laughs> Beautiful. The ones you put in your mouth, and the doctor two weeks later goes, "Hey." 
have you had lead in your mouth? Because yeah. it looks like you swallowed a few, and you're like, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. You got HIV. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get the hiv. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. Steve's like, "That's enough. Shut up, Rob and Scott. Shut it." Did you guys Sorry. do another topic when I left? No, we oh. covered uh, we covered BJ's topic. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there we go. What do I need to do? What I need to do? Should I do a topic or a, a listener question? Or is it a, is it is it my choice? You guys can Steve. you can do whatever you want. I'm gonna have to go upstairs again and put kids to bed because we got a sick one. So, oh no, right. oh no. Well, all right. Well, I will. Um, let's see. I'll do a top one of our one of these topics. Uh, Keep it going. Is catching fish in urban areas do's don'ts and what to look for. Hmm. How's that for a topic? So uh, I think the the obvious first one is watch out for the hypodermic needles and <laughs> the homeless camps. Um, they're the that's the scary part. And then uh, yeah, the, I I'll tell you there's there's tons and tons and tons of urban water especially if you're open to uh, non-trout type species, but there's a ton, there's trout in the, that shit too. So uh, it, the, I, I like the urban stuff because it's always kind of a surprise as to what you're going to get. You go targeting one thing and you're going to catch something that you're not expecting, whether it's, you know, carp, smallmouth, walleye, suckerfish, whatever, even trout. Trout. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, the urban stuff, unless you're, you know, right under a dam or something like that, like, uh, like BJ was mentioning, but you know, it's bigger water, at least, you know, the, I'm thinking the South Platte, it's bigger water, bigger bugs, a lot more kind of terrestrial type stuff. I mean, you can fish hairs ear nymphs and, and the usual, a little bit bigger than what you might with the tailwater, but worms and stuff like that are, uh, are always real effective, but, uh, the, you know, you're looking for, it, it's funny to me because carp fishing is a lot like steelhead fishing in what you're looking for in the water. You know, you're not going and looking at that, looking for that trout seam that you might be looking for the foam line and the, and the fast water right on the edge. And, and, you know, that the same hydraulics, you're looking for that even a little bit slower than like a kind of a brisk walk, you know, that, that sort of walking speed water. Um, you're looking for disturbed water. You're looking for movement under the surface. Um, and you know, you, you might see a little ripple on the surface that, that, doesn't look like it belongs that kind That's of being stuff kicked up by a shopping cart well or a with rubs, with rubs or a, on it yeah or a tailing <laughs> carp you know because yeah. those carp sit there and they'll they'll get three or four wide and just sucking sucking up the bottom and it, if you look at the river it looks like there's a boulder under the surface you know, there's, oh, there's a big rock down there because I can see this kind of ripple coming off. But if you pay enough attention and you think, huh, last time I was up here, there wasn't a rock right in that spot. There's three or four carps sitting there feeding, you know. Um, so you got to, it, it, and they're, they're super spooky too. So by the time you see them, unless they're pre-spawn kind of like they are, but in a lot of cases, by the time you see them, it's game over. Or you won't even see the carp. You'll just see their wake because you bumped them and you never even saw the fish. You just see the wake that they're creating as they're swimming away. And now you're you're done, you know. So you got to sneak up on them, be super stealthy, um, you know, be really, really patient. And don't walk out into the river to cast at the water that looks the best to you. Stay way back, make long casts. You know, like you said, we've got enough room to do that around here. We don't have those tight ass little ditches that BJ's fishing. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It seems like you got a little room until I start casting and my shit always ends up in a tree. So there's not as much room as you think, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is just uh, stealth and moving slowly, not kicking around rocks a bunch when you're walking and just stop and stand and observe for a while. It's amazing if you just stand there and watch what you think is one thing. All of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute. There was there was kind of a disturbance in the water there a minute ago and now it's not there. And oh wait, now I see something over there, you know, because these are big fish. They displace a lot of water when you're when you're hunting those carp. So it it's definitely more takes more patience, a lot more patience. I mean, you can pretty much walk up on trout, and you might bump a couple, but they'll be right back. Don't worry. Um, but carp, man, they are some spooky, spooky creatures. They've got really sensitive lateral lines. They're very, very sensitive to vibration. And uh, you're kicking rocks under the surface or even just walking through the water causing a, a little wake. They feel that shit. They know you're there. That is true. Yeah. And uh, uh, BJ, I don't know about how your urban fishing there is. Is uh, When I'm fishing urban in Denver, be ready to lose some shit dude i mean there is more crap to hang up on rolls of carpet uh legit you know trash in the water um i remember <laughs> you know just catching like a a plastic bag and we called them diapers because you're just like oh, oh that's fish oh no it's just a, a a you know grocery sack from king supers filled with mud you know and so dude but, i got freaked yeah. out the other day because i hooked into something and it was like moving I was hung up on it and I'd pull and it would come toward me kind of slow and then it would pull kind of move back. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, it must be a, a branch that's stuck in the, in the mud. Right. And so I kept pulling and pulling and pulling and it finally broke free. And I, it looked like a freaking hand. And I was like, what the fuck? It was a, like a medical glove, like a freaking latex glove that had like mud in it, dude. I'm serious. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> oh, yes, man. No. And there was there's yeah. one spot that we fished that has like three. I'm not kidding. There are three different cars in the river. Oh, like yeah. old, it. like they're hardly recognizable anymore, but they've been there a long time. But yeah, it's uh so yeah, you gotta be careful when you're wading in that stuff too, because there, yes. there could be some submerged shit that might jump out and tear a hole in your waders or, uh, you know, cut you your leg or in. whatever. So yeah, you gotta be careful, that's especially true. when the water starts pumping through there. Cause that's, that's some big water when it's, you know, runoff and stuff. You gotta be super careful right now. It's, shaped up pretty nicely for wade fishing and you can cross in most places but you got to be careful and yeah, that, that, the, the bottom of that river too is really silty and and sandy and that shit will wash out from under your feet in a hurry I'm, i've been walking across that river and you take a step and all of a sudden the water just washes that sand out from under you and you drop you know 12 inches so you got to be you know a little more conservative when the water's moving faster yeah, do you guys have uh, rivers and stuff in town like that, BJ, or is it is it yeah. like the Ohio River that's just massive that you just? <laughs> no, I mean, there's, there's no. I mean, all those streams I fish go somewhere, dude. I mean, yeah, most every big town has a decent sized river flowing through it. That's full. Uh, of... See, so so only when I can. When I went to College Park, what's the one that has all the palomino trout in it that's coming Spring through? Spring Creek. Uh, Spring Creek. So that's the size of that, the plat where Scott's talking about. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I think you guys have rivers that are running through there that are three to four times as wide as, yeah, we got, what, we got rivers yeah, these that are, are floating barges down them. So, yeah, that's, that would be a totally different game, Scott. I would be like, what the hell, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I think I've but, mentioned it before. There's a dude I know from here that he fishes right in downtown Pittsburgh, and he'll catch big old dude, hybrid big striped river. bass, and he'll dude. catch carp on a cat on a on a fly rod. He'll catch catfish. He'll catch muskie. I mean, he just yeah. Dude see, that's a, down there. See the the Boise River that runs through town here, Scott, for the urban is a little bit bigger than the South Platte, um, but. We have more diverse fish in there, you know. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, there's not that many carp, and I think it's that the water temperature is a little bit different. But there is carp in there, but ton of whitefish, 
ton of trout. Um, there are some crappie mix in and there are carp and stuff, but, uh, it's totally different. It seems like coming from the South Platte fishing in town there to fishing here where they seem to take care of the river a little bit better. I think Denver could, could maybe learn something from Boise and, and, uh, go from there, but I don't know. I mean, it's not as trashy, I should say. And, well, uh, but, they are. I mean, Trout Unlimited and and a lot of other groups have yeah. been doing a whole lot of work on the urban South Platte, so it's it's uh, it's improving by leaps and bounds. Now we just got to pick out all the fucking tent camps and shit where they're mm. dumping their fucking heroin needles in there and shitting in the river. That sucks, dude. That sucks. So, yeah. Oh, oh well. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, it's just kind of a, a different feel. It's, it's not that it's more natural. It's just more – maybe it just feels more natural. I don't know. But there's some big fish in there. <laughs> and so – so natural. Natural. It's natural. Uh-oh. Mm, Steve's audio. about to end this shit right now. What? Yeah. You guys uh, good? Uh-oh, his mic's off. Steve's Ooh. mic's is Steve's mics is off. No, it's not. It's good. I don't hear nothing on Steven's side. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good. BG, no? Not to worry. Nobody can hear yeah, anything, and huh? Scott, you're all, you're all foggy sounding. BJ, yeah. are you in there? Hi, Rob. <laughs> it's just me and BJ. Scott and Steve are out. BJ, let's I run this motherfucker, dude. We're running it. Yeah. Uh, so... Somebody, well, somebody do an ad. And I will uh, say the last advertisement, and we'll close this stuff up. How's that sound, BJ? That works. Okay, it's just me and BJ now. So this podcast was brought serious? to you by Fifty Two Eighty Angler. If you're searching for expert guides and fly fishing fun on the front range of Denver. Be sure to check out 5280 Angler, whether you're looking to sharpen your skills on the South Platte River system, plan the perfect date, or host the ultimate party on the water. 5280 Angler has your trip covered. The guides at 52 Angler have the passion, the skill, and the experience to serve you. Find web specials at 5280angler.com and check out recent trip pics in Facebook and Instagram at 5280angler. 5280angler is passionate about service and wild about fish. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Bam. So, I don't think, Scott, we can hear him. So, so anyway, <laughs> we don't hear Scott or Steve. I guess they're out. BJ? I, I hear Scott, Steve. No, Steve. I hear not. So. Oh well. I hear Steve and everybody. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. Perfect. Good right. average. You're the weakest link, Rob. You're the weakest link. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys can hear me, that I'm out. <laughs> All right. I'm good. See you guys. We go. Good night. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over.